Welcome everyone to the Potential Awaits podcast. My name is Sue Wetsworth, host, coach, and professor that founded Worth Results to help people maximize their potential and achieve what they want out of life. Today, we're going to talk about, you guessed it, goals. So put away all your distractions and focus on today's lesson because this podcast class is now in session. You know, goals are the one thing in life that keeps us growing. But in studying human nature, why do some gravitate towards having goals and others do not? I think everyone generally wants to achieve things at various times in their lives. When we were young, you know, we wanted to achieve what our parents wanted us to achieve until we got our own wants and needs and started to think on our own. If you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs or Freud's insight into behavior, there are always going to be needs and wants. That's just part of human nature. But my intent here is not to recall boring theorists. No, that would make your ears start to bleed after about 10 minutes, and I do not want that. My goal, pun intended, is to really break down the different types of goals, why having goals are so important, and then what types of goals are the best ones to have. So first, looking at goals in general. There are three types of goals. The first is the goal you know you can do. We're going to call that stage one goals. Think of it like items you would put on a checklist or a to-do list. It is something where we want to change our behavior and we give ourselves these type of goals to do. So an example of that would be, I want to work out three times a week. It's a goal that takes some effort and changing of habits, but you know, it, it can easily be done. I can put it on the calendar and set up reminders and away you go. Now, whether you achieve that goal consistently is up to you. So first stage, what you know you can do. The second type of goal is the goal you think you can do. So in sales, we call these stretch goals or targets. So I think I can hit 5 million in sales And in order to achieve that, I break down the target into many bite-sized targets, such as how many people a week do I need to see, how many sales from each one of them would I need to have to achieve, and so on and so forth. The sales industry has that down to a science, mapping out how to reach each one of these goals. But it's all in the numbers. It takes a lot more effort than our stage one type goal and usually a lot more discipline, but if achieved, fantastic. We call these stage two goals. Now, the third type of goal, a stage three goal, now that's the one that you, that very few of us look at to have in our lives. This category of goals involves our imagination and something we have been dreaming about. We're not sure really how to achieve this goal, but we would really, really want it. Now, with that stage three type of goal, some don't even shoot for those goals because they have no idea how to see the steps to reach that goal, so they don't even bother shooting for it. They just keep it in the dream category. And others see the vision. You know, in business, we call that visionary. And you know, they start to see the things the way things should be or can be. Now, Walt Disney 
What a great example of a visionary. He turned the entertainment industry on its ear with his visions of a place where both adults and children can go play and be immersed in an imaginary land. And look at the multi-billion dollar industry that he, that his dream created. Now, each goal can be thought of as also being positive and negative. Positive goals would involve things that you would want to change for the better or have or do something new. Now, negative goals, well, yeah, there are negative goals. Negative goals stop you from doing something or decreasing certain things from happening. Positive goals are made out of possibility and determination and negative goals, well, they're made out of fear and worry. So, now that I have your attention on the type of goals, we're going to focus on how to look at those stage two and stage three type of goals. In order to achieve those, we need to first pick the right goal. Decreasing debt, for example, is a very common stage two goal, and for some, it may even fall into a stage three goal. But the reason why decreasing debt is so hard to achieve is because it's a negative goal. Now, what does that mean? Reduction of debt means you need to stop spending money that you don't have. That's what causes debt. The reduction of debt, though, is a negative focus. You're asking yourself to change your habits by stopping something, which again makes it very difficult for people to do. And there's no joy in paying off debt. What you really need to do is focus on the money, not the debt. Now, the reason I picked this particular goal to focus on today is so many people struggle with debt. And as we're in an increasing interest rate environment, more people will be struggling. So many of you are going to start to think about how you're going to pay off your debt as it's increasing and how do you go about achieving that goal. Now, one option for many people and that they do choose to do is they go to their bank for help with their debt and they get what's called a debt consolidation loan. And for some of you, that's all you need is a first step. So a debt consolidation loan is a loan that combines as much debt as you have, usually paying off those higher interest credit card types of balances that we have multiple payments on in terms of our monthly payment, monthly obligations, and it gets converted to one payment, usually at a lower interest rate. And because of that lower payment, you're saving cash flow. And because of the lower interest rate than those higher credit card rates, you're saving interest. So at first, you know, that all seems great. And it gives you a break, it lowers your worry, and it increases your monthly cash flow. The problem is, is the debt hasn't been reduced. The debt is still there. So it hasn't really helped. The idea is, though, that you do have extra money each month, and the idea should be you're taking that extra cash flow and paying off the debt faster. But for many of us, we don't do that. But because the fear and the worry have been band-aided, well, they don't change their behavior. So take it from me. I used to work at what we'll say a blue bank back in the day. I was the debt consolidation queen. Now, understand the primary objective of a bank, just like a business, they are there to sell things that make them money. And what sells and makes money for a bank is debt products. 
and they make a lot of profit on debt products. So they will give you a great consolidation loan, suggest you keep your credit cards, especially if they happen to be with that bank. And unfortunately, because we all need credit cards in the society we have now, it's a relatively easy conversation for the bank to have with any client. But unless you change your mindset and your habits towards your income and your spending, you'll be right back in that same spot a few, a few years later. So another reason why focusing on debt is considered negative is because, as I said earlier, there's no excitement in debt. There's only fear and worry. Now, to sound like a little bit of a Star Wars nerd here, fear leads to frustration. Frustration leads to anger. Anger leads to the dark side. So another way to put this is no one ever gets excited when their debt goes away. I just paid off my credit card to zero. Woohoo! No. And because there's no excitement, there's no long-term sustainability. It is our desires that keep us motivated to achieving our goals. And yes, while some of you are saying, hey, I'm motivated to reduce my debt, your motivation is fear or worry-based, which is based on negative emotions and not excitement and opportunity-based. So for the majority of the people, when that doesn't work, the focus or the goal needs to be on the positive, which is the money. Now, focusing on money, well, many cultures state that is also negative, but I'm not talking about that in terms of capitalism. I'm talking about what money can do for you. That's the focus. What is the money going to make you feel on what you have? How does that make you feel after you have a lot of that? That's what we're talking about. Now, when you look at it from a business perspective, when we're generating profit, business looks at two things, either increasing revenue and or decreasing expenses. So it isn't about the balance sheet, i.e. your debt at all. It's about increasing your money or reducing your spending. Now, those are the things to focus on. Now, let's start with money. How to increase money? There are a variety of ways, and again, too many to go into in this podcast, but starting to look at ways to increase money coming in from multiple sources is very important. So now we look at our stage one or stage two goals, like asking for a raise, getting a part-time job, or maybe a side part-time business. Some other quick ways to make money, have a yard sale. We all have a lot of items that clutter our homes that we don't use anymore. And honestly, there's toys, jewelry, furniture, bikes. Those are all very popular things to sell at yard sales. Take an ad out and put in an advertisement, get a kit at the local Home Depot, which has all the signs and price stickers, and have your friends and or family help you. Now, I've had people barter me down to absolutely nothing, and I've actually had people steal some items. So you want to be prepared. My yard sales have cleared over 400 bucks profit almost every time I've done one. Now, your goal here then is not to barter your profit away. You're not trying to get rid of these things. You're trying to make money on items that you don't use or really don't need. And along with yard sales, many people go to them to buy discarded items, fix them up, and resell them for profit. And if you want to not have a yard sale, or you do and you want to resell them, you can look at selling them on Kijiji, eBay, Facebook Marketplace, again, as part of a side business. 
One business person I saw actually bought a birdcage at a yard sale for $2, cleaned it up, and sold it at her retail business for $25. Ideas that focus around money generation will be better than focusing on the debt. Take the money, great, put it on the debt for sure, but don't worry about the debt. Don't focus on that as a goal. And if it is to focus on the debt, you'll start to see that those ideas are really not stage three goals. They're needs more than more of stage one and stage two. Stage three, again, is what will happen when you have money coming in and what you can do with that to get what you really want. That needs to be a long-term focus over the short-term debt. Now, don't worry. We'll be talking more about money in future podcasts. Lastly, for those that have no goals at all, what are you doing? Nothing. You are doing nothing. You're not growing and you may not even be really thinking. You're likely just going through life day in and day out, basically managing or existing. If you're not using goals to expand your life, you are not growing. And if you're not going to be growing, you are going to be disintegrating. So, Start today by looking at what stage one, stage two, and please imagine a stage three goal you can start to focus on. Make those to-do lists stretch targets for sure, but really start to think of what life would be like when you have that stage three goal achieved. Now that is something worth getting excited about. So basic wrap up first, have goals. We didn't go into a huge amount of detail on the process of achieving them, We want to leave a bit behind here for next podcast, but start having goals. Second, focus on the positive goals and start imagining stage three goals on what you really want to achieve. Well, that's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. I know there are a lot of choices out there and so happy you spent your time with me. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a lesson. If you want to talk about your own story or have a specific question to be answered next time, head over to worthresults.com and connect with me. I would love to hear from you. Until then, see you next time.